What's going on, party people? Welcome back to another episode of the Reactor Core. Mm -hmm. uh, this is episode 10. My name is Kyle Springer. I am joined on the other side of this computer screen by Melissa Wilkinson. Melissa, how are you doing? Good, Kyle. How are you today? I am good. You didn't get to see it, but I just took a shot of tequila right before this. Uh, so I am feeling great. Oh, right. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I... You know, as the audience may hear me talk about on the captain's log, I went to a bachelorette party last night, so I, I don't need any more booze. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking uh, plain tap water with one... the delicious add-in of ice. There you go. I actually have a cup of water here, too, but I think my roommates were about to go out and eat or something like that, and I was like, I'm going to go talk about Pokemon. <laughs> um so <laughs> yeah so i i do want to say up front if you are listening to this uh with your family or with your kids we are usually not a family friendly show i cuss like a sailor i cannot guarantee that i won't I... let something slip through melissa on the uh, other hand <laughs> never says anything bad whatsoever yeah, the, the worst word i know is dang yeah, so watch out, kids. She might make you say that word. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, uh, j just wanted to give a heads up. I know we are talking about uh, a children's movie, kind of, uh, yeah. and stuff like that. And this is usually geared for younger kids. But um, we might be cussing and stuff like that down the road. So uh, heads up, I guess, spoiler alert for that stuff. Spoiler alert if you've never heard a curse word before. Yeah, you gonna learn today. <laughs> um, uh, so yeah, this is episode 10 of the Whatnots Reactor Core. We are actually going to be talking about Detective Pikachu, uh, mm -hmm. which is the, the new movie uh, that is out in theaters right now. I'm excited to talk about this. Yeah. Um, I, I, we're, we're going to do what we always do. We're going to mm -hmm. have our general thoughts uh, and stuff first. Uh, then we're going to get into spoiler territory and do a bit of a recap uh, yeah. and talk about some, some, some more spoilery stuff. Yeah, and this is um, just because of various scheduling mishaps. We are recording this a little bit later after the movie than we typically do. It's a week so after let's hope the our movie memories... came out. Yeah, let's hope our memories are still sharp enough. We might not get all the details I right. Have the Wikipedia pages pulled up. Oh, handy. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, what, Melissa? How excited were you for this film? What did you think? I was, I was very excited, Kyle. I don't know if this is something we've really covered. Mm -hmm. What is your history with Pokemon? What are your Pokemon feelings? Oh man, my one of my earliest memories is getting my original game boy which is you can see it right behind my head oh, back there i yellow. still have it it's the one of the yeah yes. the big big ones uh it was wrapped in gi joe wrapping paper cool. and i opened it at fuddruckers because i wanted oh to get my burgers God. what a combination um, and yeah and so that was that was one of my first like gaming c c consoles and pokemon red and blue came out and i had both of them uh i i didn't have them right away but when when they mm -hmm. eventually came out i had them um i have uh it's not up on my little mm -hmm. takeout but I, I i don't like these bookshelves i hate them um they're not shelves they're just they, they 
came with the house and i want to do something else with them but that's another story um but i also have the pokemon edition game boy color Ooh, uh, yeah. It has uh, Tokopi and Pikachu on it. The front is ye- ye- yellow. The back is blue. Mm. Um, and I, I, I think I, I had a couple of them. I only k- 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 kept one. But I have the Burger k- k- King Pokeballs. I no longer oh, have the uh, gold Pokemon oh. card that went in there. I think the one I had was Mewtwo. But I don't remember exactly. Uh, I made a fool out of myself and I was like, I need to go get my Pokeball before we start Mm -hmm. the show. And I went in my room in a completely different room. And I came back and I was like, I made a fool of myself because it was (laughs) sitting right up up here. Uh, And right above my finger in the YouTube version of this, there's this like white and red action figure that you can see there. That's actually a Jesus action figure. And he sits... (laughs) right inside my pokeball i think that's uh, appropriate yeah whenever i need him yeah uh, <laughs> you know like you may or may not have chosen him d- d- he he chose me yeah well, d- and he can choose you too <laughs> like that's the most powerful pokemon of them all i think that's a true true bond <laughs> long story short i'm a big pokemon fan i'm currently playing through pokemon eevee or, or Pokemon Let's Go AV yes. because my mom got that f- got Aww. that for me for Christmas. I cannot do words. Um <laughs> and yeah, I am playing through that right now nice. on my Nintendo Switch. I have an interesting history with Pokemon in that I loved the show to death. Okay. I never got into the video games or the card games do- like everybody else did at all. <laughs> Like, I think my brother had a copy of Pokemon Pinball that I played. I have one more side story to tell. Hmm? <laughs> I have one more side story to tell. Keep, okay, keep okay. me going. Okay. Well, like, my brother had a copy of Pokemon Pinball I played a little uh-huh. bit because I that I could mine. get. I could understand Pinball. Yeah. But I could not understand the video games. I couldn't understand the cards. Like, I this is time I could just spend watching more of the show. I was obsessed with the show. I had like tapes and tapes of it. I would record it like every Saturday morning. I'd come home and watch it every day after school. I loved it. It like really shaped a lot of my narrative sensibilities. Like Pokemon is a show that made me want to be a writer. Uh, I got a degree in creative writing. I wrote a piece about Pokemon. Interesting. For... I think maybe my media literacy class or my creative nonfiction class. I forget which one it was, what was but it I like wrote in, a paper about Pokemon in college. What was it about? Was it more like essay style? Like, yeah, I'm going like to prove personal... to you why Ash is re- really a representation of X, Y, and Z. Who knows? It was, a, it was like a personal reflection essay okay. just about, you know, what Pokemon meant to me. <laughs> I've got... You know, I have my, for the listener who can't see, I have my Meowth shirt on. Behind me, I've got my Meowth from Build-A-Bear. I had another Meowth originally, but this Build-A-Bear one, so much better. Kyle, you've never even seen these. Hold on. Let me get experimental here. Okay. See if I can lift up my webcam. Because, like, right behind. Going on a journey. Oh, Magikarp. Team Rocket. Yeah, like, behind my desk, like, behind you, where you are, where you can never see them. I, have I these am team blasting Rocket, off like, with Team Rocket. 
Yeah, I have these Team Rocket like recruitment posters. That's awesome. They are my favorites. That's awesome. Um, my other side story I was gonna say. Yeah. So when I was moving to this house, um, we had one of uh, my roommates' friends help us this one night. Mm-hmm. We were just getting odds, odds and ends. Yeah. Last couple things and i had one thing in my room that she picked up and um we brought it over to here the new house and then we went back to the old house i guess to get some more stuff and we just ended up talking for a while and Mm -hmm. drinking and all of this stuff and somehow we got on the topic of what she took over i i i i don't remember exactly what we were talking about but she goes but yeah i i picked up your toolbox and <laughs> brought that o- 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 over and i didn't stop her right away but eventually we came back to it and i was like yeah i didn't stop you that first time around but that's not actually a toolbox that was just a giant box of all my pokemon c- cards <laughs> so i still have all of those yeah, i too. <laughs> do have some old pokemon cards that i had just because i liked the way they looked and i'm like maybe i'll make a craft project or something out of these anyways uh besides sh- showing off our pokemon credibility here what what did you actually think of this film of this I, movie i had a really fun time watching this it's very sweet yeah. it's sweet and wholesome and very charming and uh I think it brings together a lot of what Pokemon is and like what Pokemon means and just the bond between a person yeah. and the Pokemon. And we go to the city and I just want to live in this city. Yes. I would love for I this to. I just want there to be a new Pokemon movie like this, like every year. That's just a different part of Rhyme City. I would say it's every two long... years, but but yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, like a Star Wars timeline. Sure. Yeah. It doesn't have to be on a Marvel timeline. Just so we don't I... get pokemon fatigue yeah i i just wanted to dive right in like it felt yes. like just seeing that up there on the big screen realized in real life and i would see a bunch of the animated pokemon movies in theaters but this mm-hmm. was like so much closer oh, i was just a wonderful fulfilling feeling to be able to watch that i was very satisfied with this yeah this is it's an interesting uh thing because a lot of children's movies they also have to make entertaining for the adults and stuff like that right they have to they have to put in some jokes that no one mm-hmm. else would get i i think it was uh i went to go see zootopia uh yeah. d- 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 during the year that i lived out in texas and mm-hmm. uh, specifically where I lived was kind of way behind in like pop <laughs> culture and technology uh-huh. and all that stuff by a long shot. And you had there to take is your penny farthing bicycle to the movie. There is house. No, no joke within Pay the first week that, that I was there. I saw someone on a headset with the full like microphone just oh, walking around wow. like it was a Bluetooth thing. I was like, I haven't seen those since like 1996. What the hell? Like, you know, uh, but um, we were watching Zootopia and there's a Breaking Bad reference in there. And I I laughed, but I was the only one that laughed in that theater. And I was like, come on, guys, you don't get it. It's Breaking Bad. <laughs> but uh, 
Yeah, but this is an interesting one because this is a franchise that has been so popular for so long that it started when I was a kid that I've grown up with this. But like it's it's a weird thing where this is a children's movie, but here I am, a 28-year-old man, <laughs> yes. like, just as excited, like, oh my god, I'm exactly. going to get to see a Pokemon movie! Yes, yes, and, I was as excited to see this as I was when I went to see Pokemon the first the, movie the when movie. I was yeah. nine years old. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so I, 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 I think it's, it's something special just in that regard, that it this yeah. is a thing that is not just a children's movie but this is a movie for our generation and younger it's very multi-generational and i pokemon is it was a massive phenomenon when it hit but it has stood the test of time like it's never going to be at that level it was but it's still like so consistently loved and it's proven to be something that can transfer really easily to new generations exactly um, so I I I thought this film felt really magical. Um, it did, yeah. One of the things that I want to compare it to a little bit is the first Harry Potter film. Okay, yeah. I went to go see that film. I've read all the books. I actually haven't seen all of the Harry Potter movies because in the long run, I thought the Harry Potter movies were not that good. Um, mm-hmm. But that first one, I really love that first that mm-hmm. first Harry Potter movie. And there's something so magical about it and just like experiencing that world for the first time and being like, that's Hogwarts. Yeah. Wow, that's the starting hat. Wow, that's yes. Snape. Wow, that's Dumbledore. Oh my goodness. You know, <laughs> and it like there's something just so magical that I think, th- I, in my personal opinion, those movies kind of lost as they continued. Um, but again, that's a that's a different story. We're not here to yeah. talk about that. But this had that same magical feeling for me. I was like, wow. That's that's what I feel like a Pikachu would look like. That's what I feel like yeah. a a Snorlax would do. He's mm-hmm. sitting there in the middle of the street blocking tra- tra- traffic, you know. Um so I I I think it's a really fantastic film. It's a good family film. Um yeah. I I I I think there's I I I think it's paced well enough. Um it's not necessarily perfect there is some flaws in the film but i Mm -hmm. i i think it succeeds at what it sets out to do yeah and it's simple enough for real little kids but it's still like perfectly satisfying for an adult who is a big fan of pokemon as a concept like i didn't feel like i was sitting through like a little kid's movie just to find like neat Easter eggs that appealed to me. Like it yeah. also worked for me too. Exactly. I, I think this is if, if you don't know anything about Pokemon and you kind of want to get maybe a taste of what it is. I feel like it works as a good first yes. like introduction. I, I, I heard other people say it doesn't. But I, think I it disagree with that. I, I think it enough. Really does. Yeah. It, I think especially because. I think everybody has the general concept of what a Pokemon is. They know it's some sort like, you know, if you asked, there's certain you know, people out there who don't know, yeah, but still, you know, just like it's a sort of creature that is like an animal, but not an animal. It changes. Is it? You 
gather them and they are your friends and they battle other ones. Yeah. Like, I think that basic enough concept, lots of people know, even if they don't know any of their names or how battling works or training or yeah. evolving or anything it's, like that. It's good because it takes you kind of out of that and makes its mm -hmm. own story yes yeah out, out, out of it which is why i think it's a good first yes, step you don't yes. need to know anything about the elite eight or the elite four or whoever they yeah, are I like shows you how much wasn't... i know about pokemon there mm -hmm. uh he just keeps yeah, going up it's, it's it gets all the way step. up to like elite 64 <laughs> yeah exactly there's um, so many yeah so I, I like that this was a mystery and not like a training adventure movie which would end up feeling maybe like a sports movie or something yeah. like that i'd like to see it down the road but i like that this is where they started exactly. i do want to mention that this movie is actually based off of a video game yeah by uh by detective P pikachu is what the video game is called uh and according to the wikipedia it came out in japan in february of 2016 and then had a worldwide release of release of march of 2018 mm -hmm. uh so i remember this coming out on the switch yeah. last year and just being like and they're gonna make a movie based off of this thing this looks so weird this is not <laughs> the kind of po po pokemon game that i, I mean, the pokemon I games have been so standard for a while it seems to me like as an outsider they they've never really much. broken format or broken genre i thought this was a neat concept i didn't pick it up and play it because i'm not i'm still not a video game person mm -hmm. but i thought it was neat almost like a professor layton story but it's just a pikachu yeah <laughs> in a hat yeah um and from what i understand it the movie follows a very very similar Oh. storyline as the video game um it's not just like hey we're taking the c concept and making our mm -hmm. own story from what i understand it's a it's a pretty similar story um but let's do a little bit of housekeeping and then uh let's get into our recap with spoilers and all that good yes. stuff uh so housekeeping uh, last episode of the Reactor Core, we covered Avengers Endgame. Yeah, the big one. It exactly. took us three hours. Three whole hours to talk, talk about that film. I, I, I don't think we will be spending that much time on Detective no, no, Pikachu, no. Uh, but we should still have a lot of fun with mm -hmm. this. Uh, we also just covered Brave, uh, the Disney and Pixar film, uh, as yeah. our Mother's Day episode on the review show which is yeah. another one of the podcasts that we do here at the whatnots you can get more info at the whatnots.com uh we also just recorded an episode of the captain's log where melissa was in the bridesmaid squad this whole week yeah. and went to yeah, a whole uh bunch of stuff this week yeah yeah again not uh if you're looking for more potentially family fun content you can listen to brave you might not want to listen to me tell kyle about a bachelorette party i went to <laughs> and all of the uh anatomically correct things that they bought correct uh, <laughs> yeah um but yeah so that go go ch go check out our website the whatnots.com uh for more info on all the other shows we do you can find mm -hmm. us on your podcast services just by searching the whatnots and all of our shows will pop up 
Mm. Uh, that being said, you want to get into spoilers? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. There goes our spoiler thing. Um, okay. Detective Pikachu, the movie. This is directed by Rob Letterman. Uh, based on a screenplay by Dan Hernandez, Benji Summit, uh, Rob Letterman, and Derek Connolly. But I want to give a shout out to Nicole Perlman, who also mm. worked on the story. Melissa, you might know Nicole Perlman as the writer of Guardians of the Galaxy. <sighs> yeah. Oh. That she, is she also helped to work one of on my favorite films. The story too, or I, I, I guess is one of the co-writers uh, along with G -G James Gunn for Guardians of the Galaxy. I can Galaxy. see that. I think Guardians is a movie with a lot of wit and a lot of heart to it. Yes, I can see the, there's a there's a, a through line of heart between these two films. Exactly, and also notably from the directors. Uh, line of work he did Shark Tale back in 2004 mm -hmm. uh, and did Gulliver's Travels starring mm. Jack Black in 2010 I I think I saw Shark Tale once that was it never saw Gulliver's Travels and uh, he, he did some other stuff oh I think he he did the Goosebumps oh too. that's where i know his name from yeah the the goosebumps movie pretty fun time i didn't see that one. Oh, you know check, what check it out check it out for a spooky spooky fun time he was also the propeller head in the los angeles pre-production for shrek Huh. <laughs> I, I don't know exactly what that means, but he he did that. Uh, mm. Anyways, we have a Patreon exclusive episode of Shrek Retold. Yes. Uh, for the $3 tier, patreon.com slash the whatnots. <laughs> not not go, to be like. Check it out. Yeah. Big old plug machines, but just since I, Shrek came up, like, I, why yeah, not? I, I, that? I, I, I saw it and I was like, <laughs> let me say that and then plug our thing. <laughs> Pay us um, for Shrek content yeah so this this movie opens up with a science experiment uh yeah i was not expecting this i i it like the first thing we see is basically mewtwo yes a lot like how he appeared in pokemon the first movie yeah um i mean i mean that that is his origin story that he is not a natural pokemon he is yeah, man-made based off I some like old game yeah. and stuff like that um but i i wasn't expecting them to open the film with that I, yeah that was yeah. kind of a surprise to me because the, the seeing him in the trailer was i felt like kind of the tease for uh for maybe something that would come later on in the film or like oh how yeah. is Mewtwo involved we'll see how that go you know yeah, um, I didn't expect him to be thing one and yeah bam thing one Mewtwo is getting experimented on and he busts loose because mm -hmm. busting makes him feel good uh <laughs> and uh he breaks out of this laboratory that is experimenting on him and it appears that he uses one of his psi wave beam things. I don't know exactly what move he's yeah. using there uh, to destroy this car, which seems to be on the run from mm -hmm. the same facility. 
Mewtwo explodes it, it flips off of a bridge and ends in fiery destruction. Yes. And that is kind of the opening scene. Yeah, that's the cold open. And from there, we got to our protagonist we recognize from all the trailers. This is yes. Tim Goodman. And he does not have a Pokemon. And his friend is trying to take him out, trying to encourage him to capture a Pokemon. And he's like, look, it's a Cubone. Cubone is sad. You're sad. Tim Cubone is, is lonely. You're match. lonely. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he plays along. He tries, he begrudgingly tries to capture a Cubone. It does so not work. I saw this on Mother's Day. <laughs> and oh. if you know anything about Cubone, <laughs> yeah. that's that's a little awkward. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which they, they make re reference of that too, but the, yeah, the yeah. skull on Where's Cubone is the skull? skull of his mother, so I was just like, oh, okay. Happy All Mother's right. Day, everyone. <laughs> Pokemon Pokedex entries are wild. Like a lot of them are like very normal, like Bulbasaur, grass type Pokemon loves the sunshine and then other ones are like really dark yeah he has a really dark story that's for sure um but yeah it goes wrong it's a very endearing introduction yeah, to it's it's that fun. character it's funny uh he he basically gets his ass kicked by his first starter pokemon which ends up not being his first um and the two end up kind of going their separate ways because Tim Goodman gets a call that uh, his father has passed away. Uh, yeah. He was in an accident. Um, and so Tim is oddly upset, it, it, it seems. It seems like he's kind of bothered to, to find out this information. He's obviously sad, but still just like, oh, really? Why yeah. now? Yeah, 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 yes. no. he's frustrated at this news exactly and so and he's been living in this small town it's this beautiful pastoral scene actually just seeing all of these pokemon just in these yeah. fields and in these woods so he's like well i time to leave my small town home behind go to the big city where dad lived and close out his affairs exactly so he travels to rhyme city uh, where it's basically just this like Blade Runner esque city. <laughs> Everything is neon and futuristic. Yeah, it's yeah, and it's I Blade loved Runner it. I was like, not yeah. that it's like a dystopia where there's like androids around and you don't know who's a person and who's not. It is Blade Runner, and that is just like a big, shiny neon metropolis. And everything is super like close together and compact yeah. and stuff like that. It's nice. So, one of the things that I didn't expect from this film mm -hmm. is how much much of the like detective noir stereotypes and stuff they borrowed like i think I, they're all fun i oh yeah i loved it yeah i i thought it was fantastic but i wasn't expecting to for them to lean that hard into it to be like so yeah, there like, i was and you, you, you know like all of the, like just i've been wait, waiting for it so the, there's the, there's a scene shortly after uh Tim gets to Rhyme City where he goes to his father's apartment building and he's opening up the mailbox to, mm -hmm. to, to see. Yeah. It's one of those ones where they have like all the mailboxes right there when you walk in the building and you have a key. A key. Yeah. And there's this reporter that stops him. He's like, I've been waiting for someone to open that mailbox. And it's just this very neo-noir uh, scene where the camera shifts to her, but she's backlit. So you 
can't really see her yeah. and it's it's this like it's this like so there's the detective there's the there's the dame as she's walking down the stairs yep. you know um and it's just like gosh, i i loved it i'm just like yes they are leading hard in in into the uh, noir noir stuff has always played well when done for kids i think like think about how many cartoons you saw as a kid that spoofed noir stuff yeah and you didn't get it but you always liked it it was just fun yeah. that it was like different yeah yeah I, I mean, it always I, plays I, I was expecting, I guess, a little bit more of it to be more of an adventure since it was a yes. children's movie and I did adventure in air, mm-hmm. air quotes there for you podcast listeners. Um, but yeah, that's that's not really what we got. Uh, I mean, I mean, it is they, they do go on a bit of an adventure, so to speak. But yeah, it is as the name would imply is a detective story and i i'm i'm super happy that they actually leaned into into all of the detective tropes and mm-hmm. stuff like that um but yeah so tim gets to rhyme city uh he ends up meeting with the police department there yeah cuz his dad worked as a detective so he goes and talks to his dad's boss who's i guess the in city next of kin for lack of you know anybody else emergency contact yeah for lack of having any other family that lives with him he's like just see my boss yeah see my see my dad's boss because he's the only one i know he would talk to and it's ken wananabe who i'm always very happy to see in things yeah i i i I know i've seen him in more stuff i don't he's been he does a lot of stuff i know him from inception i think inception was the first thing i ever saw him in cool and i'm like more of this guy he's cool yeah sweet um yeah i i i liked him in this film i want more of him i i I think he was good um but we don't get to see him much we see him in that scene and then like him enough yeah a scene at the end basically uh but yeah so tim doesn't really find much help there with the cops um and so he just kind of goes on his own to go to his dad's apartment and that is where we meet the reporter and i don't remember her name off the top of my head lucy is that that yes lucy stevens uh she's an intern at cnn and her pokemon is a side cnn but it is some sort of pokemon world news network sort of deal and she's well according to wikipedia she is an intern at cnn and a fluff columnist who wants to be a reporter and is suspicious of harry goodman's death (laughs) so according to wikipedia She's not. She says like CNN like or something like that. It, it might it's be not, something else. Yeah. They would not also call it CNN. I, I, I don't know. I, I don't remember who she actually worked for there. Um, but yeah, she's a reporter and she she has a good joke that she in basically works all day making listicles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She wants to be... She's looking for the big case that will help people take her more seriously. And her mm-hmm. Pokemon is a Psyduck, which has always been one of my favorites. So I loved <laughs> that, like, our secondary Pokemon lead in this story was a Psyduck. There you go. Oh, there's... I mentioned this to you a while ago, but I want this in this episode. Mm-hmm. So when you go see this movie in the theater, if you went to see it early enough before they ran out, you got Pokemon cards. 
Not you, me, because I didn't, didn't go early a, enough, I guess. You saw it on a Sunday, and I saw it on a Saturday, so I got the cards. And it's, like, a really cute, like, holographic Detective Pikachu. And it's mm-hmm. not traditional Pokemon cards. It's, like, stills from the movie. Yeah, I mean, it, they look the same as cards. Special the illustrations ones. are different. Yeah. So I've got a Pikachu, and I've got a Psyduck. And I'm standing in line at the theater ahead of this, like, excitable, like, seven-year-old boy who's trying to talk to me about, like, what cards <laughs> he got. Because it seems like he'd already seen this movie. You know, this might have been his second time going to see it already. Okay. Once and with the like, mom, he, once with the dad. You yeah, know. yeah. And he's like, I got, I, I forget what the big name Pokemon were. He's like, I got a Lucario. And yep. I got a Greninja. And I'm like, oh, cool. Go. I got a Psyduck. And he's like, oh, well, Psyduck, he's, um... Yeah, yeah. Psyduck is, and I could tell this kid was not impressed by the Psyduck because the Psyduck isn't powerful, but he was, he was trying searching. to be polite and not tell me, oh, a Psyduck that's so lame. That's amazing. This very, like, polite seven year old trying to step around. <laughs> oh, you got a loser Pokemon. Oh, I'm like, no, man, I like Psyduck because he's cute. That's funny. Um,. Yeah, so I, I I ended up really liking her character. I liked Psyduck as well. Great comic relief. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. I'm sure we'll get more into her character down down the road here. Uh, but yeah, she's suspicious of Tim's father's death. Tim's father's name is Harry. She thinks there's a story there. Yeah. Uh, but no one will believe her since she's not... She hasn't really proven herself as an actual mm-hmm. judge journalist yet. Uh, so Tim ends up going into his father's ap- ap- apartment, kind of reliving some memories there. We kind of yeah. learn a little bit more about Tim and his family and what happened. Yeah, and I think about here is when we start to get flashbacks. Yes. And so Harry had a mom and a dad, and they lived, I think, out in that little sort of pastoral country town where we saw him at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then his mother got sick, and his mother died. Mm-hmm. And his dad, yeah, and his dad, like, was kind of stricken with grief and, like, threw himself into his work and also, like, I imagine needed to really throw himself into his work for financial reasons, probably. Yeah, he might be the, you know, the only breadwinner left. Family. So he he goes to the big city. He's got this job as a detective. And he says, Harry, now that I'm all settled here, come live with me. And Harry. Tim stayed behind to live with his grandmother. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Hold Tim, on. Tim, Tim. Just a sec. Uh, monitor on. Okay. Garage Band yeah. is still recording. Yes. Um, Garage Band. It, I must have spiked my mic or oh. something there. Um, but. Yes, he went to go live with his grandma, or stayed behind to live with yeah. his grandmother. That uh, was what was familiar to him. He liked, he didn't want all this change. So he's like, I will just stay here with grandma in the house I grew up in, probably yep. in the town I grew up in. I don't, like, I feel like dad kind of ran off to this scary new big city and I don't want to go. And yeah. he hasn't seen his dad since then. Yeah, and he was young enough where I'm sure he... Like, memories are a little mixed up. He doesn't necessarily understand everything that's happening. So he sees his father leave and then not really come back. And uh, he kind of grows to resent his father. But he doesn't necessarily... I I, I feel like he doesn't necessarily understand exactly. It is just just that the whole thing of, like, 
I was young. I don't understand. I saw you leave and that's all. Yeah, and he's got kind of a stubborn streak in him. Like when he's yep. with his friend at the beginning of the movie, his friend saying like, yeah, everybody's kind of picked up and left town for, you know, better jobs, new cities, things like that. Like, Tim, how long are you going to stay in town? Tim's like, why leave? I mean, I work at the insurance office. Yes, yeah, I'm, job. I'm <laughs> all set up here. Why ever change anything? I have a life, a life yeah. in insurance. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and yeah. that's another, that's another thing that I was kind of surprised by because watching the trailers, I didn't have a good grasp on how old our protagonist was. Yeah. And I was surprised to see like, oh, he is a young adult, like a college age kid with a job, like yeah, a if, real if not out of job. college, just yeah, barely. Yeah, I think we yeah. see that his dad had, um, before he was in that accident, written him like a happy 21st birthday card. And, like, hadn't mailed yeah. it yet, so it's sitting there on the counter when Tim it's comes into his apartment. Early 20s, like, wow, I would think. That's, I'm surprised. That's older than I thought our hero might be. But I think it's a good age for him to be at, especially with us being 28 years old and super yeah. into Pokemon. I think it's, like, yeah. a good median age to hit both, like, you know, little kids be aspiring to be an adult and, exactly. like adults being like oh yeah remember when i was in college <laughs> remember when i was just fresh out and i had my first job exactly it's a good median age to be at and i like that he was 21 instead of being like 16 or something yeah yeah i, I think that helps out a lot especially for mm -hmm. acting chops yeah you know yeah uh, he's got some chops he's aged into his chops well in a way that perhaps a teenager might not have yet exactly uh so yeah, so he we, that, that's when we learn more about Tim, uh, but then he hears a noise, and he's like, "What the hell is that noise?" Um, or actually, actually, I guess is it? Does he do the purple yep, yep. gas okay. stuff first? Yeah, yeah. So he's just looking through his dad's stuff, and he finds this file folder full of details on some case he was working on, and there's a little vial of this purple liquid and he opens it up which i don't know why you would just open it up without reading anything tim come on so he opens it yeah. up and like this these fumes come out and they go out they the window the and he's like oh gross weird plug it back up but the fumes go out the window and they affect these apom that are like climbing up and down the fire mm -hmm. escape outside and you see them start to go a little Red wild and they're like, yeah. <laughs> um yeah and so they they were we we cut away from that and then shortly after that is when he hears this n noise in the house he's like what is that who's who's there um mm -hmm. and he eventually comes across detective pikachu yeah, yeah. his little hat his little hat his, 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 his little uh sherlock hat i, I don't mm -hmm. i don't even it's a deer like stalker a, there you go sure thing that doesn't sound good at all uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll say a sherlock hat yeah <laughs> yeah it's the like double-sided detective hat mm -hmm. um which is it's not a detective hat but we all know it from oh, yeah. sherlock nobody uh, actually wears it to go hunt deer anymore uh, yeah um, you never know uh, <laughs> But Unless yeah. that deer is also a criminal. So they, they do that thing where it's like, hey, P 
Pokemon or <laughs> hey Pokemon hey <laughs> Detective Pokemon. <laughs> it's like hey hey P- hey Pikachu, what's that you you have? A knife? No. <laughs> uh, and and, and uh, yeah, there's like it's this scary thing of like oh my god, what are you? Who are you? Why can I understand you? Um, and then the infected a a palm jump in the in the window and there there no one knows what is happening pikachu has a knife and he's like i I don't even know what this will do but i have one (laughs) um and and they kind of start this chase scene and yeah things kind of go bad yeah they they chase the um apom up onto the roof or they I get think, chased by the ape. ape yeah, palms. yeah. And I think Tim gets stuck. Crazy. He has to state. take his pants off to escape the apom. You know, classic, all ages fun. Slapstick fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so he he finally makes it out to I guess one of the main streets. It looks like a yeah, market this in really Star Wars. Cool little street full of like just little stalls. Yeah. Just like little like hibachis. Mm-hmm. in like food stands and things like that it's, he looks homeless and, by the time he oh, does yeah, he's, he's not wearing pants mess. he's all dirt, dirty and, and he's, he's like hey palm oh my god they're gonna they're coming everywhere they're gonna do they're good they're gonna get you run away everyone now um and by the time the apom get there all the stuff has yeah, worn off innocent and they're so, just yeah, cuties again exactly so everyone's just like what is this weirdo doing like okay loser um and he kind of goes off eventually with detective pikachu right how, how does that work does, does, does he go uh, well, off he's with, with his, well he's baffled by the fact that he can hear pikachu talk because pokemon aren't right. supposed to do that right and he's he's walking up and down the food stalls like you ma'am can you hear this pikachu talk and she's like well, of course Pika, no Pika. but he he sure is cute <laughs> so there's some special connection that bonds only they, the two of them. They they finally say. I, I think I think he finally figures out that the Pikachu was his father's Pokemon. Yeah, because he's got his dad's name in the hat. Yeah, I, yeah. Uh, so once they kind of figure that out, they go to a bar to get coffee. Yeah, uh, <laughs> that's one of the like. Yeah, very noir. Classic cartoon stuff though where it's like we're gonna go to a bar and get milk (laughs) like we're gonna go to a bar and get coffee yeah you know um which i I guess coffee is still more of an adult thing but um yeah so they go to that and they start talking and comparing notes and stuff like that uh and yeah they they kind of come to the conclusion that hey something's up here we need to investigate and the substance, at some point, the substance in the vial, that purple stuff, is codenamed R. Yes. And it's supposed to, as we saw with the APOM, you release it and it kind of let, makes Pokemon go wild. And I have exactly. to say, I was really, really hoping for some Team Rocket interaction. I'm sure we'll get something down the road. Ugh, like, I figure out, oh, I guess R stands for rage, probably, but you're so, you're so close and we didn't get there. I and was going to show up to I the theater in my Team Rocket feeling, shirt already. I have a feeling that that, it, that is an Easter egg, and it was so prominent. Hey, this is our 
wink, wink, nudge, for whether it's a sequel or they they have mentioned that they are wanting this to be kind of the Iron Man 1 so to speak of the like that. Pokemon yes. cinematic universe which i which is yes. we mentioned it on our Avengers Endgame episode but no one else for the past 11 years has been able to successfully create a cinematic universe like Marvel has. There's been yeah. a number of attempts. There's some that you could argue that some I can just see. Like just consistent series like a Fast and the Furious or a, a Mission yeah. Impossible, maybe. There are franchises that are successful, but nothing as like widespread yes, as, as Marvel the MCU. is. Um, and nothing that I feel like has had it like maybe especially in terms of uh like Fast and the Furious or something. Mm-hmm. It didn't necessarily start out like that or mean to start out like that. They just kind of eventually caught on and hobbled things together. This, I think, sets a good stage for other movies out there. Yes, we know that battling exists out out in the Pokemon world. We know that there are different regions and there are different pokemon in these different regions and all of this like mm-hmm. they set all of that stuff up that we can totally have a pokemon stadium movie yes. where it is more of the rocky like coming of age i'm gonna be the best that no one ever yeah. was you know and he's he's I, gonna i would the, like to see yeah a pokemon I would t- sports I would love that. movie exactly like i i think this was a great opening choice but again like the way the mcu has had like this okay is... we've got our space opera we've got our you know our heist Film, adventure yeah. action movie i would love to see pokemon i'd love to see I like think... so I, I i was just gonna say i i feel like this movie really sets the stage as a good narrative start of the film that yeah. we don't have to be in Rhyme City for the next one. We can go somewhere else and figure mm-hmm. out a, a mystery somewhere else. I right? would, uh, yeah, I think you could take this in a lot of and different settings with a lot of different genres. To, yeah, I was talking with my friend about like other story, like cla- this is your classic like noir detective missing persons case. I would love to see like a romantic comedy in the Pokemon universe. Sure. Like instead of must love dogs, it's must love Growlithe. Okay. I just want, <laughs> I want like a, a fun, spooky one, like uh, you know, a yeah. Goosebumps or a Hocus Pocus or something like that. I want yeah. everything yeah. out of Pokemon now. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. So they have made up their minds to investigate this. Mm-hmm story from here on out i don't feel like the movie is really plot heavy it is because we figure out the mystery but it's it's a fairly simple mystery and it's a fairly simple yeah. thing of what yeah. was happening i kind of had an idea it's one of those things of like since i'm an adult and i can like i i can kind of put some of these things together i knew what was gonna happen i i i, I, knew I, what was I was coming at the end i did not see the twist that it was well i guess we'll t- t- talk about that in a sec but uh i did not see one of the twists i did see the the one about pikachu i will mention that though oh yeah 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 i no well here there's a part of the story we have not covered yet so let's talk about sure. um that father-son team sure it's bill nighy and 
small Bill Nighy. I don't remember their names a week later. What are their names? Uh, let's see. She works for blah, blah, blah. I don't think that's it, Kyle. She works for CNN. Okay, get over it. Um, What's that guy's name? What? Why? Why is it so hard to find these guys' names? He's the main Every, villain of the movie. What's his name? Everyone is yelling at us right now, being like, "Oh my god!" Um, okay, so Bill Nighy plays See? Howard Clifford. Uh, Howard Clifford. And Chris yes. Gear, I believe, is how you say his last name. Plays a Roger. Okay. Okay. Clifford, his son. Okay. So Howard Clifford was a man who found that he had a um, degenerative he disease. Built this city. He built this <laughs> so, city on so Pokemon. He built... Exactly. <laughs> he did that. He found that Pokemon gave him... Pokemon were good for him. They were good for his heart and soul. They made him feel better. He's like, why isn't everybody like hanging around Pokemon all the time? Yeah. Let's. I'm going to build a city. And I don't know like... What was the city like before? He didn't construct that thing whole cloth over the last, like, 20, 30 years, right? I don't know. Maybe he did. Who knows? Or he just fostered this environment in the city where we live together with our Pokemon. No Pokeballs. We don't do battles. They are our friends, co-workers, roommates, partners. Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. And it seems like uh, also a world where you get a Pokemon. Like, that's your partner Pokemon as opposed to... Uh, what we know from the games where it's like you collect them all and you've got a roster and you've got I mean, your favorites. And the show also kind of had uh, like stuff like that. And I guess Pokemon Yellow also had the like, hey, your Pikachu follows behind you, you know? Yeah. But here it's like you don't have, you really don't have several. You got one. That's your buddy. Yeah. Mm. It's your buddy. The Pokemon have jobs. I love seeing the Squirtle firefighters just yeah! like in the show. They were so cute. I oh. loved it. I I was very happy with the amount of like little nods like that to the show specifically. Yeah. Like as again previously stated, I don't know the video game stuff. I don't know the card game stuff. If you reference specifically a thing from one anime episode, that I know. Bye bye Butterfree. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, so they they've they've kind of shaped this city and they have like a big corporation i guess to do so um and i guess howard is older so he's he's kind of getting up there in age his son is kind of slowly taking over things yeah and they they don't get along the son like doesn't like that and howard is he's a, a seemingly a kind humble man there's lots of press you know praising him it seems mm -hmm. decently well earned you know he does seem as nice as they he's tell done us great he is. things for this yeah city. yeah but the son is so annoyed about all of this and everybody's talking about dad and how great of a guy dad is and he's just got this big chip on his shoulder about everything yeah so the movie kind of sets you up to think like the son is going to stab the father in the back maybe mm-hmm um so how how does how does this mystery unfold? So we they they I I think start with searching for the thread on the purple. Oh, gas. we go to um that underground fighting ring. Yes, 
which is where they track it down to. Um, I, I, I guess Pikachu knew of an informant of Harry, oh, which yes, happened to be Mr. Mime. Mr. Mime first. I loved the Mr. Mime. Mr. Mime was stuff. fantastic. Yeah, that whole scene God, was I, great. I like that this movie was like not afraid to go like I'm going to pretend set Mr. Mime on fire. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what are you doing? And 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 like he Cham starts like obviously pouring mm-hmm. this imaginary liquid on him and detective P- P- pikachu is he's trying to play charades but he's obviously g- g- heading it wrong so yeah. then mr mime is helping him to understand yeah. he's like dude he's pouring gasoline on me except he's not actually actually <laughs> saying that <laughs> i love sound design in the scene because mr mime is like miming like oh he's like pouring a little cup of tea and he's got the teacup and the saucer get all the sound you know- effects yeah, yeah, everything's invisible, but the sound effect of, like, the yeah. clinking porcelain is still there. It's really cool. It's Another, like, meta joke I liked is that the Mr. Mime acts like he's running away from the scene, and he gets on, like, this was a scene that was in all the trailers. Like, he gets on the invisible motorcycle, and he mm-hmm. falls, and he crashes, and Pikachu's like, oh, oh, look at him go down. Should have worn a helmet. Ryan Reynolds is a biker in real life. Uh-huh. And there's this video of like talking about how he's a biker and it's all of these different bikers from all walks of life. Not just like, you know, the grizzled man with the mustache, like anybody can ride a motorcycle. <laughs> all of these different people are talking to you in this video saying like, when you see me on the road, think about it. I could be Ryan Reynolds. Watch out for me. Make sure I am safe. Give me plenty of room. I'm Ryan Reynolds. And it's all these different bikers looking at the camera saying, I'm Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> That's funny. And my parents are bikers and they showed this to me. And I think it's really funny and really sweet. And I love that in a completely different role for him, he's still like, I'd like to take just one half of a second to talk about motorcycle safety. <laughs> I like that that's a theme in his roles. I really appreciate that. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. So yeah, they they uh, learned from Mr. Mime where this purple liquid gas stuff is coming <laughs> from. It takes them to this underground fight club. Uh, Pokemon battles are not supposed to be happening in yeah, the city. Yeah. Uh, so this is all an illegal thing. Um, and they go there. The Pikachu gets recognized uh, by the, the guy, like, doing all the the fights and stuff like that so Mm. they they challenge uh pikachu to another battle it turns out he's been there and fought before and fought charizard and destroyed that charizard yeah Yeah. (laughs) um yeah he 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 did some work on that charizard so they do a bit of a rematch uh but they they give charizard the purple gas so he goes crazy Uh, um and things go bad uh J- justice smith's character tim J- 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 jumps in the ring too he starts stomping on charizard's tail to put his fire out um, <laughs> which is which is talking. hold on we've been talking about this character for so long and i like that now in the middle you throw in oh right we didn't mention who played him justice smith's tim yeah, d- you know what this. okay <laughs> <laughs> it's funny you're like oh wait let's just throw it in now 
I, I, I look, I, I like him. I think it's a, he's a good actor. He, it is a great name. performance. He's because he's the straight man to Pikachu. Yeah. He's oh, he's so good at being like stoic and stubborn and begrudging about things. He is really entertaining to watch. Yeah. I did love him. Um, which with, with also still being young and youthful enough yeah, that you can like, connect. Enthusiastic and anyways. Oh, mm-hmm. you, 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 no, you I was just going to say, also, it's around this time where Tim and Pikachu really come to an understanding and befriend each other. Yes. I like that the movie didn't stretch out that, like, bickering for too long. Yeah. Like, it really does nice. not take far into their adventure for them to be like, okay, we do see eye to eye about things. Yes, that's typically something saved for, like, the 11th hour. Like, you know what? You're not so bad after all. You know, let's go in a battle together, partner. Let's and it solve was moved... another cr- crime. It you was know? moved way earlier in this movie, which yeah. I think is really effective. Yeah, they, I, I, you I, might I... even say it's super effective. <laughs> okay, okay, Melissa, you are done. It is just me on this podcast now. <laughs> Kyle, From now can on, I tell you about <laughs> shorts and that they are easy and fun to wear. What? <laughs> That's another like bit of. I don't know much about the games, but I know. Like, these little bits of game dialogue. It's super oh, okay. effective. There's the kid with the shorts who's like, have I told you about shorts? Comfy. Easy to wear. And then there's the kid who's like, my Rattata is in the top percentage of all Rattatas. Well, excuse you. <laughs> um, but, I know about the games. Yeah, no, it's, 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 it's good that they finally team up. I think they had to establish that, hey, they are going to be partners if they need yeah. to solve this. Um. But yeah, so they they the fight club thing goes bad. A bunch of this gas starts getting out, but they do end up learning uh, that the gas is made by the same company that what was his name again? The the Clifford Howard Clifford, yeah, of Clifford Enterprises. Uh, They are the manufacturers of this chemical, this drug, whatever it might be. Yeah. and so that's basically step two in the mystery. There's secondly, they go back, or I guess not back, but they go confront uh, them to be like, hey, what's up? Yeah, and Clifford says, um, you know, some stuff. Basically, he's like... <laughs> Great <"Hey."> recap. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> What what happens when they go to Clifford's office real quick? Because I know it's something like, well, oh well, I was kind of aware of this, but to throw everything off the so, trail, like he's yeah. very he's very innocent about it. So quick shout out before they actually go to Clifford, they go to visit the reporter who they know as they're yes! in on the stuff. So okay, I'll, I'll okay, mention right, that. That comes but first. That no, leads. That has, no, I, I would stop and talk about that because I think that scene is my favorite joke in the whole movie, where Lucy's like, okay. I'll take you guys to my office. And it's this little broom closet, like filled with supplies and like one little desk with a computer. That's her office. And Pikachu says, this isn't an office. This is a coffin filled with pencils. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's great. Uh, And yeah, there's a little bit of sexual tensions starting to happen there pikachu's like hey play a player you guys should uh go get some coffee after this you know uh but that leads them to basically being like hey we need to confront uh the howard corporation 
Is that one? Yes. <laughs> Howard Corporation. <laughs> Clifford Enterprises. It's a terrible name. You know, that's almost what Howard Stark called Stark Industries. Like, why don't I just call it the Howard Corporation? Uh, the Howard Corporation. It's a terrible name for a company, though. Clifford the Enterprises. Last, the last two movies we have covered on this podcast involve a, like, bad engineering dad named Howard. Yeah. Martha. That's so specific. Howard. Every, they they like, absolutely you know, you're a comic book character your parents can have one of three names i never saw aquaman but they absolutely 100 percent uh should have put the uh names of of their dads in there because batman and arthur's their dad's names are both thomas the king of the sea is named thomas his name is arthur but his father's name was thomas Thomas Curry. King of the Sea. Thomas Curry. He was he and was he the No, he was or the was regular he like a sailor human. and his mom's a mermaid. I don't know anything about Aquaman. That kind of it was something along those lines. But yes, his Aquaman's father's name uh he is a human um is Thomas and Batman's dad's name is Thomas. So they could have had a Thomas moment, but yeah. they don't. Um Yes, so back to Detective Pikachu. They go confront <laughs> Clifford. Is that his name? It, yes. Howard Clifford. It God damn cool it. Big office with <laughs> like his, right. his big gold Pokemon God statues. Those were neat. He looked like he's got a lot of cool sitting Pokemon. up there with all of his stuff. Yeah, yeah, he's got cool Pokemon artifacts and he's got his assistant. Okay, okay, so the bit where we first are introduced to howard and it's like him and his son trying to film a promo for this big like parade that the city is throwing howard's in a as he's growing older and his body is uh, degenerating i think is the word he's he's in a wheelchair and to sure. help push him around this like there's like a ditto roll you know just sort of flopping around set just like how there's pokemon everywhere uh -huh. then the ditto suddenly morphs into a full-grown real human man and just helps wheel the wheelchair away and i yeah. was so startled i yelped in the middle of the theater it's like ah, ah the ditto's a man <laughs> ah, the ditto's a man that's great. Which I could have uh, seen coming, but it's such a fast transition. Yeah. And it's not even like the focus of the shot. It's just sort of off to the side. Just like, whoop. It's a little bit in the background, like, but it is yeah. it is very much something you notice. And it is ends up very much it's, being it plot relevant. A, a clue. Yeah. Because, um, uh, well, Howard has this other assistant who is this, mis this mysterious woman who, you know, she's wearing pink gloves and she's pink hair dye and she has sunglasses that cover up her eyes hmm exactly um mm. yeah so he confronts howard god is howard right. uh i have to keep look, looking back at that at, at the wikipedia page here um and that's when howard busts out this uh hologram thing that All recreates right. the yes. accident um and he is he he basically shows him the accident in this like 3D holographic model so they can see what happened. Um and different it, angle. Yeah, they can see all different angles and stuff like that. And he can he basically says we can sh show you anything we want to show you with this with this yeah. hologram. Um and one of the things they notice is that both the 
car and the Mewtwo that destroyed the car setting off this accident came from these laboratories. Mm -hmm. um, and so, obviously, Tim is like, well, I'm going to go check out this laboratory. Uh, so he enlists the help of uh, famed CNN listicle reporter Lucy and her mm -hmm. side duck. Her, her tiny little car. Yes. Um, and they they go to check out this laboratory. Um, and they get there and they break in because she just happens to have a pair of wire cutters. I love that she's like, and yeah, I'll just go ahead and cut the fence open. Like, Lucy, somebody's going to be watching you. She does it right in front of the cameras. Like, God. yeah, it's like, oh, God. Like, I, I, I like how bold and adventurous you are, but yeah. oh my goodness, you, you, you just are not thinking. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they break into this lab, and uh, they see that... Pokemon are being experimented on in this lab. Mm -hmm. um, and they eventually start finding other holograms to recreate what was happening there and stuff like that. Uh, and Tim finds out that he thinks his father was the one that captured Mewtwo and uh, put him in there. Yes. Oh, right, right. Yes. This is because, so we see Mewtwo in the tank. This at the very beginning of the movie, this is not Mewtwo's creation. Mewtwo like was created, broke out, and has just been recaptured and has been exactly. put back into the tank for science reasons. So Mewtwo's origin story is exactly the same as it was in the anime because they mentioned like, well, about twenty years ago, Mewtwo was created and then he escaped, which is yep everything that you see in the show in Pokemon the first movie. Exactly. I thought that was really neat. Yeah, it's it, it's a good callback it's a good pseudo content or they like like they, they're respecting canon yeah and i like that it leaves it open to where like well maybe like somebody really from the show yeah could show up. show up ash yeah. could be there but older he might be around the same age as as <sighs> this guy you, you know because all ash i want was is like I don't, I don't know, no, like seven years ago. Ash. Was what are young. Ash's main Pokemon, you know, his main personality traits? I want Jesse and James yeah. so much. Yeah. I want they that to be, just be the next movie is like exclusively Team Rocket Adventures. Um, yeah. So they, that's kind of uh, once he sees that little bit of his father seemingly mm -hmm. turning in Mewtwo to be experimented yeah. on, they, they kind of have this rough patch where. They don't really want to be investigating this thing anymore. Yeah. They break up with P P P Pikachu. Um, but that's also when things start really coming together. Yeah. Uh, the son of Howard, Howardson. Roger. Roger. Roger Howardson. No. <laughs> um, uh, he, he sees them on the security cameras, so he unleashes the Greninja that have been locked up in this lab they are create they have they've been experimented on so they are starting to attack they chase them out of the complex only to learn that the complex is not a in it, it's not a mountain it's that they're on it's not a landmass they're on it is a giant uh torterra i believe is torterra it. it's like it this was. big it's a turtle, turtle pokemon that has like grass like 
like a Grass terrarium stuff, like, on its back. Yeah, but on its, its back. Earth, it's mountains it's and it's so trees cool. and it's yeah, it's stuff so like that. So the entire mountain range, everything like breaks up and these huge torterra heads like come out of the ground. Everything they've been traveling on, walking on, everything the building is built on is just on the backs of these mammoth Pokemon. Exactly. That was really cool. In their escape, however, Pikachu is badly injured. Yeah. Uh, and then we get the really, really cute scene. I, I, I don't want to gloss over that scene, but I, I, I know we kind of don't want to spend too long. We've already been recording for like an hour and 20 minutes. Uh, this movie isn't that long. It's not that long at all. It's an hour and four minutes. We've already been talking a lot longer than this stuff. But there's a really great emotional scene there between yeah. uh, bet between Tim and this Bulbasaur in like be yeah because he, like Pikachu is almost unconscious and the I, I would say the scene is between Pikachu and Tim but because the Pikachu is unconscious he's kind of just being like hey Bulbasaur I know you don't understand my words but I know you can understand what I'm feeling right now yeah. I need to help uh my I, I need to help my Pikachu you know can I can I stop and ask you how disappointed were you that the Bulbasaur just sort of cooed and never said its name? Bulbasaur! Bulbasaur! I, That's yeah. One thing I think this movie, I don't know if it was missing, because it's not like, well, the narrative feels incomplete I, without I feel like... this, but like, from my point of view, I really wanted to hear more of the Pokemon saying their names in voices that sounded a I, lot like what I heard as a kid, even if it's not the same. I feel like that would have been maybe, I, I, I feel like that would have taken me out of like, really? Yes. Yeah, so, so there it's the first time I'm seeing them in live action in real life. They're right there. This is life. It, you, 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 you know, I feel like having them only say their name might be a little too cartoony. I maybe what they could have done is a mix of they do yeah. have these more animalistic sounds. Yeah. But the only words that they are able to say are yes. their, spe their their species name, I guess, for yeah, like a better I term. So every mind, once in like, a while, 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 you might hear him say Boba. Boba. Song, yeah, like I know? don't mind like the noises. I was just like kind of disappointed yeah. it was all the noises and we don't get any name based stuff like i just wanted that like sound memory exactly. like because we, we hear the pikachu as pikachu as the classic pikachu voice that we've been hearing since 1998 yeah and i wished we would have had that for some of the other pokemon too mm -hmm. i think the only one um that had it because i was looking through the credits and you know i wasn't able to pay super close attention to him it's possible that i missed something when there's that jigglypuff in the coffee bar singing for a little bit i think that is the original jigglypuff actress that's awesome i don't know if any of the other like you know like the dub voice actors we would know i don't know if any of the other ones got into this movie i might spot it again if i just watch it again but yeah yeah i would have liked to have seen that or heard that really so I'm going to start speeding through some of yes. this stuff. The Bulbasaur leads them get to, this parade. to Mewtwo, which is the one that is going to heal Pikachu. And that's when Tim was like, whoa, what the hell is happening here? Uh, but at that moment is also when Roger, is that his name? Roger? Yeah. Uh, when he shows up and he c captures Mewtwo for a third time. Um, 
that that's kind of when the band split, splits up and they all go their separate ways. Pikachu, however, is on his lonesome. He is walking mm-hmm. and he comes across the bridge that the accident happened mm-hmm. on. And I think um, is it is it, is it him who discovers that there might be something else going on there? I think so. Let's see. Let's read through all of this stuff. Uh, Mewtwo attempts to reveal blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Pikachu comes across dis- the area where Harry He discovers a clue. Yes. And he starts to figure things out and who the real culprit is. Exactly. Uh, and turns out the real culprit is actually Roger. It is Howard. not. Or, yeah, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I completely screwed that Roger's one up again. The, the bratty kid. By kid, I mean like you know, thirty-eight-year-old man. Yes. And and Howard is a sweet, calm old Bill Nighy, whose ultimate plan with this parade that has been mentioned throughout the movie, everything's like, oh, the town's gonna have a big celebratory parade with all these Pokemon balloons. He loves p- 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 Pokemon so much that he's basically wanting to use Mewtwo to. M- turn everyone into p- pokemon is yeah basically i forget what how exactly was. how all the logistics of it line up but basically yes he mind melds with mewtwo the yes. mewtwo is him it's a mewtwo floating around that sounds like bill nighy which i didn't know i always really wanted yes <laughs> it's great um so that is his evil plan it turns out it actually is the unsuspecting old man who's on his way out who seems like a nice guy he is in yeah, fact the son may be kind of a jerk but he is oblivious innocent. yeah yeah a lot on a lot of the things he's oblivious um but yeah so he's trying to enact his plan by um filling a bunch of these parade balloons they're having a pokemon i guess it must be like a pokemon day or something uh and they're having a parade and instead of filling all these balloons up with something like helium he's filling them up with r this purple gas and once he releases the gas all of these people will um go crazy and in that state that is how mewtwo is able to meld pokemon and their companions together so that they will be pokemon that's I did not see that part coming at all. That what a is the fun, one that I didn't see. I was twist. like, oh, that's really neat. I like that. Um, and yeah, there's the whole like twist with the Ditto that the Ditto has been impersonating other yes! people doing stuff. And, you know, I loved I loved when that lady takes the, the sunglasses off because like, you know, yeah. there's something up about her, but it wasn't she until she weird. takes the yeah. glasses off and she just has these Two black dots black- as dot eyes that you're like oh sh- that's a ditto yeah. and she can be anybody but as she transforms she always has those black dot ditto eyes and you think back to the guy at the beginning who you see like ditto morphs into a man and helps push the wheelchair away you see him from the back you don't see his eyes yeah i love that and that was such a fun twist and it's so eerie she pulls the glasses off and it's just yeah. two big black dots it's, it's freaky so, it's spooky looking i loved it yeah um so e- eventually Pikachu figures it out, Tim figures it out, Lucy all figures it out. They all figure it out. They're all very smart. Kind of independent. 
independently in different ways. They mm-hmm. each get one, like they each get their own final clue that puts everything together, you know, and they're like, oh my goodness. And so they they all eventually uh, save the day. There is a battle between Pikachu and the mind-melded Mewtwo. Yeah. Um, and that that's a really neat uh, thing to 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 see uh, we got to see the cop come back and he i forget the name of his he is a snubble oh, snubble yeah um he gets t- t- turned into his snubble for a little bit detective snubble <laughs> <laughs> um but but yeah so then at, at after after they figure things out after they save the day um the kind of i i i don't even know what to call it the come down the cool off of the film yeah the uh denouement the the wrap up the coda sure the wrap up is a good good one in that they kind of learn a not learn but they're like all right well we solved that mystery we stopped that from happening but there's still detective pikachu and that's when mewtwo kind of steps in and he's like all right let me show you what actually happened um and yeah you learn the truth that Pikachu, like they were turning him in, but also helping him escape at yeah. the same time. And um, I, I think their plan was to stop all of the stuff that was happening there, uh, if, if I'm not m- mistaken. But regardless, uh, in the accident, it was not Mewtwo that was hurting them. He was trying to save them. Yeah. Um, and in the car accident the only way to save tim's father was by melding him into the pikachu into his yes yeah, so his mind pikachu his yes. mind is in pikachu's body while mewtwo took his body away to be healed somewhere because i guess mewtwo uh has medical knowledge has or space. knows someone who does well i mean he, <laughs> that he also took him he, he took pikachu or the Bulbasaurs took Pikachu to him to be oh, uh, yeah. healed too. So yeah, he ha- he has healing powers. That's right. Somehow. Um, I guess he can learn more than four moves. But yeah. Um, so that's what happened. His body was being healed somewhere else. Meanwhile, his mind was inside Pikachu, but he had amnesia. So he didn't really mm-hmm. know that he was a human in yeah, he's past life. He didn't know he was been a dad. father. Yeah. Um, but I that was the one that I saw coming. I was like, I I I know what's happening. I here. I don't think I saw. Well, I saw it fairly early on. Yeah. No. 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 Okay. That one it took me a little bit longer to get the twist that when he showed up alive and walking around. And being Ryan Reynolds, the human man, being Tim's dad, I think I figured out as soon as, like, you see that hologram thing and you do not see dad, you, do, you don't see dad's face. I'm like, well, okay, yeah, yeah, I get it. And also, like, once you see the photograph of his mom and you look at the kid and you look at the mom, you're like, okay, Ryan Reynolds could feasibly be the third part of this triangle. Yeah, yeah, they're they're keeping that hidden for reasons mm-hmm. unknown. Hmm, mm-hmm. suspicious. Um... Yeah, so that is the thing. Um, Mewtwo fixes everything. Thanks, Mewtwo. Puts everything back, yeah. Uh, And then the movie kind of ends with 
Tim about to go back to his rural hometown and work mm-hmm. his insurance g- g- job. Yeah. But he ha- he comes to the realization that, hey, I never got to spend time with my father. Oh. And I realize now that he actually did love me. He didn't mm-hmm. just run away. Like, he had good reasons for yeah. doing what he did. I just didn't understand it at the time. So he sees this mm-hmm. as an opportunity to connect with his dad. Um, I mean, it's weird because he connected with Pikachu, who was his dad, but he didn't know yeah. it was his dad. Uh, and, so now, and now he knows dad he is can his, his, connect his with his dad. dad. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, well, if it worked on Pikachu, it will work on Ryan Reynolds, the human man. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> also, like, I'm watching this movie and like, so Tim's 21 years old or about to turn 21. We know based on that card. Like, how old is Ryan Reynolds? Because like, I would not have expected him to be the dad of a kid that old. We looked it up. He's 42 years old. Oh, he can, yeah, he can yeah, be a dad. He'd be a he young be, dad. Be, but Yeah, he can be a young dad. And I think they do a good job of, like, kind I, of aging that, him up. Like, he looks a little gray and scruffy when he shows up at the end. Yeah, and I, I, I feel like that would be a good reason for his character to go yeah. put himself into that work. Of just like, mm-hmm. holy crap, I'm really young. I'm married. I yeah. have a kid. Uh, well... I, did 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 it was uh what was his father's name harry 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 goodman was harry's character 42 or was ryan reynolds 42? ryan reynolds okay. the man is 42 so i i take that back then i feel like his character is older yeah like you said they gray him up a little bit like yeah. he plays okay. older okay. than okay. he yeah, is yeah, yeah. but i'm like he's i've seen him in other things how old is he for real 42 yeah okay so that's basically how the movie ends he decides and, to stay with his yeah. dad and they gonna get a job in the city yeah the two of them and a pikachu mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. two and a half men <laughs> um <laughs> and then the uh oh and he, he like makes a date with lucy too yes yeah not he, to write he her that. off she's really fun i like she that is. she is like so plucky and enthusiastic and very capable you know her only flaw is that she's so enthusiastic she misses things like i've got bolt cutters i can cut through the fence she finally gets her story yeah she gets to be the big shot reporter she always wanted to be exactly Mm -hmm. um so now that we've wrapped up all that stuff what kind of final things do you want to talk Uh, about or mention that aren't necessarily i do want to mention i loved the end credits because it is these pokemon style like character design illustrations of the actors in the film it's great they're so cool looking style yeah yeah yeah. i thought that was a really neat touch i don't know if i've seen another like live action movie based on an animated thing do that in its end credits they were very delightful i don't know yeah it was good. I you liked know, it's the not like you see the Flintstones well. movie and then there's a drawing of John Goodman looking like a Flintstone. No. But as much fun as that would God, be. I forgot about that film. <laughs> um, I, I don't know if I wanted to be reminded of that film. Um, I, I apologize. So I, I guess the two things or three things I want to say about this. Yes. Film. It's a very simple. It film. is. Again, it is. Like we had a little trouble towards children. Yeah. 
but, you know, we kind of lost a couple plot threads trying to recap it, but this is because, you know, that we saw it like a week ago. Normally yeah. we recap these much sooner. We're much fresher. It is like, like it's just complex enough to be a little challenging, but it's still like a great entry level mystery for a kid. Yep, exactly. Um, but I, I think where this movie really, really shines is the, the emotional story behind yeah. it. Because, yeah, I mean, they're, they're, I'm sure you can find plot holes and all of this stuff mm-hmm. and be like, okay, mm-hmm. that, that was a really simple mystery. It was predictable or it, it was this or it was yeah. that. It, like, I, but I think at the heart of it, it is, yeah, learning to connect with your parent or with mm-hmm. a Pokemon partner. There is this emotional story about yeah. friendship and the relationships you have, which is at which the heart what Pokemon is about. Yeah. Yeah, it's about like building trust and companionship and relying mm. on each other. Exactly. You teach me and I'll teach you Pokemon, which I when when Detective Pikachu is set, like yes. crying and singing that song <laughs> as he's walking up on the bridge, hilarious! It was it's so, good. so good. Oh, I also want to say <laughs> I did see this. It would be the very best. It's like great. no one ever was. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> we, um, I saw this with another friend of mine who's around the same age. She's mm-hmm. a couple years younger. There were other people about our age in the movie theater, but it was mostly kids. The kids were so excited and they clapped so much at like the end of the movie. Yeah, was that's really good. Cute. That's great. That's great. Um, but yeah, so I, I, I just want to say that, that I think it was it's the emotional end of this story that worked really, really yes. well. It has a lot of heart. Um, Thing number two, I now forget what all three of my things were. Uh, mm-hmm. Thing number two, I know, was the music. The music I, was really nice. I don't know if I really thought it was, actually. I was kind of... So the, the in the trailer, they had the holding out for a hero mm-hmm. song. I guess because of my expectations of this being a bit more adventurous and less of an actual noir, like a noir crime detective story thing, I was expecting that song in there. I didn't really, I I don't think I heard the holding out for a hero song. I didn't really hear the Pokemon theme song as in orchestral thing in the back. Maybe I missed it. I, I I don't know. I just I I felt like the music could have been better, but then again, I don't feel like Detective Noir like stories are really known for the music that's involved <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, you know, except so. for like the weird music in the Third Man, but that's different. Sure. I I like the music. It stood out to me as just being like fun. I think it worked upbeat. fine. Not, like, reminiscent of, like, the shows and the games, but not, like, a direct carbon copy. Uh, it worked for me. I thought it was nice. Like, I, I was expecting to hear more music from the games. Like, each town has their own song and stuff yeah. like that. I don't remember if Rhyme City or not has been in the games. Did you? I don't remember, but... Did you see there was a video that came out, like, around the time I think the first trailer for Detective Pikachu came out, and they're playing... Uh, happy together by the turtles i don't think so i can't see me loving nobody but you for all my life and the video is saying okay they're playing this song 
this has a really similar melody to like this Pokemon battle theme from the game. And he played them right next to each other. Interesting. He's like, look how crazy good these match up with each other. Ooh. Yeah. I have not seen that one. It's a neat video. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that was just one of the things that I, I felt like mm-hmm. didn't necessarily stand out, but was not mm-hmm. bad either. Um, it was just like the the two times I heard the Pokemon theme was at the end credits and when Pokemon or when, yeah, I, God damn it, I did it again. When Pikachu is singing it as a joke, as this like meta joke that that song exists. I wonder if Ash exists in that universe as a cartoon character oh oh interesting so that is kind of my my third thing that i want to talk about all the easter eggs and maybe what this sets up so obviously we mentioned that ash could potentially be out there Mm -hmm. we don't know exactly we didn't i i I saw i I think i saw uh mention of uh oak there was a sign on a big 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 building that said oak. yes um so i i figured that was uh Gary Oak, um, or his company, or his son's company, or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, but yeah, I like. I'm I'm wondering who from the games we might see. I know you want to see T- Team Rocket, which I feel like yes. could very well be they're Detective such, Pikachu Two. They're such fun villains. They're fan favorites. What if? So I. So my my theory is this. In Detective mm. Pikachu 2, we will see... A uh, truly electric boogaloo. <laughs> yeah, I, you're not wrong. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I, I feel like what if Team Rocket kind of is the p- people in the Clifford Enterprise, the like rebellious ones that wanted to support him and mm. like get a hold of this chemical and all that stuff and be like, no, he was on to something. We want to not necessarily do what he did, but use Pokemon to take over the world. Obviously, this city isn't truly working like it is if this happened. Maybe we can take some of his teachings or maybe it's more of a cult-like thing rather than like, we're Team Rocket, we're kind of a corporation, but we did not really it's a weird Mm. thing right but uh yeah what if they have this belief of like hey this city isn't working out like we were told it was supposed Mm -hmm. to we are now the disgruntled people living in this city we want to get our hands on the remaining chemical r we're going to name our organization after it we don't actually know what it stands for we're just going to name it after rocket I, I don't know rocket raccoon because we all like rocket raccoon yeah, yeah. um who that's not exactly how i think it's gonna be but you know okay. that's my idea so, somehow Ro- team rocket is gonna pick up the slack and they're gonna be who, who they have to take down in the sequel speaking of rocket raccoon he reminds me a lot of what i would like a live action meowth to be like Okay. Yeah. And 
that's the thing about Team Rocket as a corp, as like a criminal organization as a whole. Yeah, they're all about like steal Pokemon, use them to like build up our army to fight people, whatever. Sure. Team Rocket, the unit, Jesse, James, and Meowth are so like they steal Pokemon because that's their job. That's what I loved about them is mm-hmm. that they just that's what the, that's their job. That's what they have to do. They're not real. They are villains in yeah. aesthetic and style. They are, they are the not really malicious. Yes, they are the henchmen. Yeah, yeah. They they live this grunt life because it kind of lets them do whatever they want. Grunt but then they're also at the mercy. <laughs> <laughs> they're also at the mercy of their boss where they're like, well, I hope he pays us so that we can eat. Exactly. <laughs> I loved that position they were in where they were so free and so trapped at the same time. Which and I feel uh, that would if, be a great fit for what's yeah, happening in, yeah. in this stuff. Yeah, and you could have the larger Team Rocket being a little bit more malicious as long as, like, that team keeps that, like, more the good. three of us are so closely, sincerely bonded to each other. And just ridiculous and slapstick and just God, just like all the costumes all the hair yeah it would be great god all the disguises just like throw on a hat and a mustache and then harry's like i don't know who this is this is an entirely new person yeah and tim's like dad that's him again he put on glasses <laughs> that would be really funny yeah, I, I can see something like that. I can see them. I, I can even see him potentially like, hey, I've now spent some time with my dad. I've been training to be a detective, but I'm going to go be my own man in, in a new mm-hmm. city. I'm going to go to Cerulean. I'm going to go yeah. to somewhere else. And they, mm-hmm. you, you know, there's a mystery to be solved uh, somewhere else. Right. You know, maybe they go deal with the whole hey, this uh, psychic Pokemon gym badge later, something's yes. up with oh, her. Yeah. What's go going on there? Go to Lavender Town. Yeah. All of it. Go exactly. on the SSN. Yeah. What if it's a closed door mystery on the SSN? I love this. Wouldn't that be sweet? Yes. That would be awesome. Um, I would like to see more p- Pokemon. I-, I think they did a good job mm-hmm. of including a lot of them. Ones that you yeah. can see and ones that you, I'm, I-, I-, I didn't know all of their names. I was like, okay, that's a p- Pokemon. I don't know what that one is, though. But Yeah, sure. I also have to confess, I don't know into the later generations after I, I did give up on watching the show anymore. Because yeah. like, I'm I am an adult. But yeah, to I'm going to go back and more... rewatch the episodes I loved as kids, but I'm not going to watch the new ones. Mm-hmm. I want to see more. I want to see more that took center stage in some of the shows. Yeah. Uh, stuff like that. Yeah. Just go go to a different region. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I thought this was good. I thought it was fantastic. Yeah. I, I can't really wait for more. enjoyed myself. Yes. They, they have to do a sequel to oh. this. It, 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 they, there has to be. Yes. Give me Team Rocket. Get me, Team me Rocket. my rockets. This is all I've ever wanted. <laughs> exactly. Uh, a- anything else that you kind of no, want to say? I think I'm about ready to Call say goodnight, night. blast off again, close this out. There you go. Uh, cool, cool. We already did all our housekeeping stuff. So, Melissa, where can the people on the magical interwebs, where can they find you? 
You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at WilkyWit. That's W-I-L-K-Y-W-I-T. Talk to me about my favorite old Pokemon episodes. I have a lot of feelings about them. Yes. Still. Exactly. Uh, I am at Yo Kyle Springer on both t- Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you want to stay up to date with this show, we are at The Whatnots on Twitter. That's where you can get updates uh, for all of our podcasts. We have multiple podcast uh go check out our website thewhatnots.com for more information and if you guys liked this show you can support us on patreon patreon.com slash the whatnots for a single dollar a month you can get episodes early at our three dollar tier uh you can get exclusive content mm-hmm. uh and at our five dollar tier you know we forgot to do that on a c- c- couple of recent we got us episodes. some $5 buddies. Yeah, we got some p- people that we need to thank. If you, too, are at the $5 tier, we will shout out your name on the podcast. Uh, we we want to give a big thank you to Sam and Christine for supporting mm-hmm. us, for keeping the mics on, and helping us make all of this awesome content for you guys. Yeah. Uh, and I guess with that, Team Rocket is blasting off again. We'll see you guys next time. Exactly. Bye. Bye.